As I'm getting older, I'm becoming more focused on things like human growth hormone. I know as I get older, it's going to be harder and harder to keep those levels high to retain that lean muscle tissue. And I have it in the back of my mind, even though I'm not quite there yet, but I need to start focusing on those things to help improve. From all the research I've done so far, I know that long fasting has the capability of helping with that particular issue. But in this episode, I bring on Dr. Michael Turner, an integrative medicine expert who focuses more on a few different supplements and protocols that can help boost those levels for the rest of your life. So for any guys out there interested, stay tuned. How's it going? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help you being over 40 to fight the aging process without giving up your social life. I've been a personal trainer and gym owner for over 14 years, and I specialize in helping the over 40 crowd get to their goals. But enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. This is part three of three of an interview I did with Dr. Michael Turner. If you'd like to catch up, just go back a couple episodes. Well, Dr. Turner, let's uh, move on to our uh, next episode. We want to talk about HGH hormone, how important that is, especially the over 40 crowd, which is my audience and for male and anything naturally we can boost what's out there for, you know, what you offer and. Yeah, absolutely. So I work with people all the time who want to boost their HGH human growth hormone levels up um, and for good reason. So first of all, HGH stimulates muscle growth. It stimulates mm -hmm. connective tissue, AKA ligament and tendon healing. It stimulates fat loss. It's probably the most potent fat burning molecule and compound that we have. And if anything in your body, if you think about testosterone or anything else you want to think of, what's the thing that most powerfully sends a signal to your body to burn fat is HGH. Okay. And also very good for the brain. A lot of people don't quite realize that. It has neuroprotective benefits. It's very health promoting for neuronal health and wellness. Okay. So HGH, good for all those reasons. Okay. So to your question of how to boost it naturally, there are several ways, but the first thing I want to mention is the importance of deep sleep. Your, your listeners must understand this. So HGH is secreted naturally by your brain every night, but only during the deepest stages of sleep. Okay. Traditionally, there were four stages of sleep. They reclassified them a few years ago, but I'm just going to use the traditional ones for a second. That deepest stage, that stage four, so-called slow wave sleep, that's where HGH is released. Slow wave sleep is not REM sleep. It's deeper than that. Ooh. Okay, REM sleep is important. There's memory consolidation and other things that happen during REM sleep, but your brain's still pretty active during REM sleep, and that's when you're dreaming. Deeper than that is stage four, so-called slow wave sleep. You're not dreaming. Your brain's not active. You're basically unconscious. You're a corpse. You're not moving around in bed. You're just knocked out heavily. That is the most regenerating physiologic stage of sleep. And that's where HGH secretion kicks off. So if you never reach that deepest stage of sleep, you are never getting much growth hormone secretion every night. That's the wow. first answer. So I'm a big fan of sleep trackers, like an aura ring or something. And you need to actually become a geek about how much deep sleep you're getting. The more the deep sleep goes up, the more your HGH is naturally going up. The other thing I'll mention, there's a supplement, which is also a neurotransmitter called GABA, G-A-B-A. Mm -hmm. Don't know if you've heard of it. Yep. Pretty interesting. Yeah, pretty interesting. So GABA is the neurotransmitter that mediates HGH release in the brain. All right. It's sort of the chemical signal and mediator to actually provoke some ADH release. So I remember when I first read this study, it was a couple of years ago, and they took some athletes, just some workout fitness guys, and they sent them to the gym on a pretty simple weightlifting circuit. It was only about a 15-minute circuit. It was one set of 12 reps of five different machines, something like that, a little bit of upper body, a little bit of lower body, not near one rep max by any means, sort of a simple little circuit. And then they measured how much growth hormone produced by this circuit. And there was a surge of growth hormone, which is 
cool. And to a different point, exercise itself stimulates growth hormone release. Okay. So the more exercise, the more growth hormone release to a degree, right? Yeah. Not exhaustive hour long exercises, but basically shorter type bursts, especially strength training, you will get a growth hormone release. All right. So they plotted the growth hormone release of these guys and they calculated the area under the curve, right? So if you can imagine this guy post-exercise, his number starts to rise and then it peaks and then it slowly comes down over three, four hours and it's back to baseline. So he got a burst of HGH release from this exercise program. Fair enough. Then they did the same exact exercise program with the addition of 3000 milligrams of GABA right before. Boom, the HGH burst was bigger. The total area under the curve, a that total amount of mm -hmm. HGH that was uh, additionally supplied to the person was about 30%. It was about plus 30% with the pre-addition of the GABA, again, because that potentiates the release of HGH from the brain. So if you want to be serious about HGH release, you can take 3,000 milligrams just before a hard workout or 3,000 milligrams right before bed, again, towards slow-wave sleep. When is more natural naturally released? Is it more if you get that deep sleep or if you are doing strenuous physical activity? Like if someone were to focus on one, where would you maximize Ooh. your time? Ah, well, good point. I don't know if there's an exact number comparison. That's okay. a great question. I don't know if there's exact number comparison to say, hey, if you got absolutely no stage four sleep, where would you be at versus if you did an hour of heavy strength training, what number, how does that compare? I can't say that exactly, but I would put in terms of advising someone, I would put my emphasis first off on sleep because that's okay. I would put my emphasis many other things. Yeah, correct. Because it's helping you in so many other respects. Sleep is reducing oxidative stress in your brain. It's reducing levels of inflammation in your body. It's obviously helping your mind mentally become sharper the next morning. It's promoting testosterone. Same thing. Testosterone levels get ramped up at night. Guys who get crummy sleep, they have a less testosterone release in the morning. Testosterone typically peaks first thing in the morning, by the way. That's why it's typical for guys if they have enough testosterone to wake up with an erection because your, your system is ramped up all night and then you have your peak dose in the morning. Yeah, if you're not getting great sleep, that's not happening. So I would start with my emphasis there. But if there are opportunities to, to ramp that up twice, why not take it? It's just the more you got to go yeah. and flow through, the better. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'll mention one other thing too. I know mm -hmm. you got a background in personal training and fitness and stuff. So Intense exercise, anaerobic exercise, to the point of being out of breath, that's a very strong stimulus for HGH release. Strong stimulus. So basically, you're talking about HIT or anything close to that? Yeah, anything anaerobic or close to it. HIT type okay. of a concept. Yeah, yep. very cool. Our style of training at our gym is more circuit training, which is like a blend of strength training and using weights and building muscle, but giving them breaks, which is doing cardio, but not at a excessive a pace that you would probably be doing in a, a hit workout or one step mm -hmm. below it but it is continuous mm -hmm. non-stop for that hour which is good right which is good that has benefits it's always just a question of what is your goal and you can't yeah. accomplish all goals with any one given regimen of exercise right so th with what you're describing that's very good for the heart for sustained cardio vo2 max etc as far as purely from the hgh viewpoint yeah the intensity would need to be different and higher to get the most benefit there. But I don't always do the same type of workouts either. I'm not always just doing hit and high intensity yeah. because frankly, your body can't take it. You yeah. can only do so much <laughs> of that or you're gonna burn out and you're gonna get hurt, that kind of thing. So not every workout that I have is, is anaerobic intensity. Absolutely. Well, cool. Dr. Turner, how can my audience get a hold of you if they're interested? I know you do a lot of online stuff as well. Is it all online or are you a local brick and mortar as well? 
I'm local brick and mortar, but that's only one afternoon a week and I'm in Washington state. So yeah. let's just say 5% of what I do is online, online. nationwide. Yeah. The, if people want to get in touch with me, they can go to Dr. Turner, D-R-T-U-R-N-E-R, drturner.substack.com. So I have a Substack page and that has my blog posts, my podcast episodes, how to contact me if you want a consultation, just a bunch of good information. That's probably the one best place to find me. So drturner.substack.com. Okay. And my audience always knows I'll put that in the show notes as well. So it's easy to click. But is this, uh, is your service kind of a, a continual monthly service or is it more goal oriented? Let's just work on this goal for this finite amount of time and then we'll see you later. Or is it a continuous thing working with you? It's goal oriented and it's individualized. So that's what's different about me. As you said, many places, it's a membership. Okay, pay 150 bucks and then you get one visit with, I don't know, the nurse practitioner and then you see the doctor once every six months and blah, 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 blah. This is not like that. This is talking about your specific goal. So some guys will come in and say, hey, I have a goal of losing weight. And I'll say, all right, how serious are you? What are you willing to do? Okay, let's plan that we're going to meet every four weeks for the next six months to help you accomplish that goal. Some guys say, I'm tired and I wonder, and my sex drive is down. I wonder what my testosterone levels are. Once we get their testosterone dialed in, we don't need to meet too frequently. My guys who are on just maintenance testosterone, it's every six months. Okay. So it's individualized. Yeah, I look at what that person would need, and then I forecast a plan over a period of time, and we embark on our plan for success. Awesome. Love it. Well, yeah. thanks again for coming on the show. And if my audience is has interest, I'll check out your website and get in contact with you. But just love what you're doing, Dr. Turner. Keep on that human body. That's I, I love it. That's why I'm in the business as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I enjoyed every day. It's great to be able to help people to be their best in the world and all that they have to do. So yeah, it's a great privilege. If you'd like a little bit of help of checking out your diet and your current routine, I'd be happy to help. I always do a free 15-minute Zoom consultation for anyone, no strings attached, just to see if I can help you point you in the right direction. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. The link is at the top. Hey, everyone. I would just like to thank each and every one of you for supporting my show. My numbers over the years have just been growing and growing on this podcast. One thing that could really help me and something you could do as a listener would be go on to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Any other podcast service like Spotify and Podchaser is also great, but iTunes is really where the magic happens for us being podcasters. Thanks again, and I'll catch you on the next episode.